0: Hello and welcome to Emerald Expressions, where we use words to polish the gem that is in the human mind. I'm your host, Jaira, the Emerald Emir, and today we are joined by... Maurice Valentino, baby. It's Valentino, baby. <laughs> uh, do you have anything you want to, like, uh, introduce or have... People who might be listening, check out.
1: Yeah, um, you know, follow me on Instagram at Maurice Valentino. You know, I got memes, I got inspirational stories about my life, stuff about community. You know, everything. So it's at instant Instagram at M A U R I C E Valentino V A L E N T I N O Maurice Valentino at Maurice Valentino Instagram. You know, you. You're gonna be here for a good time. I'm gonna be here for a long time. I do stuff with the community. Um, I have a Thumbtack. You search up Maurice Hayes. I'm on Thumbtack as well. Get all your tutoring uh, needs done. The Demotape.com, the premier, you know, underground, not even underground, is the best. uh, The Demotape in Baltimore City is, you know, the best uh, news publication, Black-owned, LLC, baby, in Baltimore City. So if you need write-ups, you want to, you know, get your stuff promoted on there, we're really helping, like, artists all across the world. And just follow me on Round Valentino. I got my link tree up there, too. So you can get and tap in with all my journalist resources and anything. I'm here to help out my community
0: worldwide. We love to see it. We love to see our people prospering and making things are, are Black-owned and uh, support the community as well. Uh, also, he's a fun teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the,
1: yeah, I'm a really good, fun teacher. Yeah, I teach uh, via... I teach via using anime, memes, pop culture, music, hip hop. I'm a hip hop, you know, professor uh, teacher. I've been doing that for years. I study the culture, but I know how to integrate into mathematics, English. What mind you? I've helped kids get like, you know, scholarships or full rides to colleges in my past three years. My business is about to turn three years old next week, so I'm very happy about that. So, but I've helped amass over a hundred thousand in like scholarships and. Full rods for students and this is a great life, bro. I use Pokemon. I'm about to teach you using Pokemon, Ruby, and Sapphire tomorrow.
0: <laughs> so definitely check him out, definitely hit him up. Uh did you uh shout out your Twitter as well? No,
1: my Twitter is little O C. Y'all can get to that a little later. So but the, <laughs> the Instagram and the stuff <laughs> and the link tree is a little bit more similar. <laughs> when you unlock the other okay level um, of Valentino, you can head to the Twitter.
0: All right. <laughs> uh, um, so to start off. Today, we're going to be discussing the relationship between the black community and anime and manga. Uh, the first question, uh, describe your relationship with anime.
1: Um, I remember I had to be four or five years old. This is the 1990s, you know, 90s baby all day, you know, um, any 90s babies listening out here. But I remember, you know, I would walk home from school and there was this little short man in the chair and he would turn on these cartoons. But they were like actiony, you know. And it was like Dragon Ball and Sailor Moon and, you know, Thundercats and Tom. Tom and, you know, exactly. And I was
0: alluding to that. I was waiting for you to say it. But people know exactly. What I, I'm I, about. I, I, I mean, people of a certain generation, it's born between like the late 80s and I would say the mid 2000s. We all know who Tom is. My boy. So it was
1: salute. I'm glad you got the reference. But then, like, I was watching Tom, and I was like, this is too Toonami. And I realized I loved, like, cartoons, but anime was just so no-holds-barred. There was action. I remember I saw Goku take down the entire army by himself as a kid. I used to watch Pokemon when it first came on in, like, August 1999 in America. And I saw that first episode. I started to memorize the poker rap. Then they had Kids WB, you know, on Channel 54 when I was in Baltimore. Four kids, you know, before I realized how bad they was. That's how I got hit the One Piece, Yu hockey Hakusho is my favorite. And I remember in high school, uh, I used to, I made my best friends. And even uh, middle school and elementary drew anime. But I remember it was taboo to kind of show your outward love for it, unless you talk with your friends. Kind of weird. But when I went to college, I was just all animated out. I had anime apparel. I had a Ninja Turtle bag. like, And people was like, who is this guy? Showing this anime gear and I was one of the first people in like, you know, my college to be so outward nerdy outward outward nerdy with it You know in my class I believe and then it was like he's always gonna be himself And I would always plug in stuff about anime and I just realized as I grew up now as I like cosplay you scare this past like um, This past Halloween and I put anime posts and jokes all up on my Instagram and Twitter. I found a community and realizing that Black people all grew up with this. Whether it was with Toonami, Ford Kids, their local news station, with, du- with Warner Brothers, like, you know, Saturday mornings, anime has always been a part of the Black community for at least this generation, you know, for the millennial generation and going up. So that's been my relationship with it. It's beautiful. It's impacted the way I write, the way I have optimism. Anime is incredible.
0: Dope, dope. Like, I would say... Uh a lot of people, probably most of our generation, have a similar experience to you, or at least the fans. The most of our generation who who uh, became fans as well. Like some some other people, they didn't really realize anime was a different thing, and they just thought them thought of them as like cartoons. And then they sort of grew out of that as they uh, reached middle school and high school and thought it was childish. Right, right. But not a lot of the stuff that they grew up on. like go. Like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, a lot of that stuff is anime, mm-hmm. and like, they, but um, okay. Uh, do you want to move on to the next question? Go
1: ahead, just keep flowing, bro. You only have to.
0: You can move on whenever you want, bro. So whenever you feel like huh? <laughs> Having like multiple people, it's like it's very rare that it's just me and one other person. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's cool though. So you sort of, you sort of touched on this uh, when you were answering, but. When you were growing up, how do you think you were perceived or treated as a black inmate?
1: Oh, weird as hell, bro. Let's
0: because like weird as hell.
1: I remember one time I wore a Pikachu shirt. I I wish I could order again. That shit was the hardest joint I ever had, bro. Like it was like black and it was like Pikachu on it, like his yellow version. And it was hard. And I wore it because I was like, it was tight. And I remember my friends and my sister said something to her like, yo, like your brother's walking around wearing a Pikachu shirt. And I'm like, they like, oh, you don't do that. And I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm not getting thrown in no locker or nothing like that. Like WTF. I didn't think anything was wrong with that. And that was the first time I really heard that anime was weird. I remember and then I remember one time my dad, I said something like, Oh, this is awesome, or this is radical, right? And my dad said, Oh, this is something he said they say from Pokemon. And I'm I'm like, I remember when I was a kid, I wanted to say this, but I can vocalize it now. I'm like, my nigga, everybody says that. That's not just a Pokemon thing. <laughs>
0: like, it was so... He was like, oh, he thought it was like an anime thing. He was like, oh, you saying that weird anime language. I'm like, bro, everybody says radical, bro. And it's crazy.
1: I wasn't saying Dr. all or I wasn't saying believe it. You feel me? I was just saying awesome. <laughs> and it was so weird that for my parents and my family, I got that. And that was the first time I really, like, sensed myself. But I remember, bro, like, when my friends and my cousins we used to have watch parties with anime bro like I was the see because I was so open with it I was so open with it I used to host uh parties on my birthday on Toonami, and I remember it was Saturday and we watched the Sasuke versus the Maru fight when he got the second Sharing gun remember that remember that remember when he first got the
0: Sharingan? gun oh and the che and the forest bro that was iconic bro we watched that and a lot like. like it was that was that was an iconic fate especially since like Docks took that entire fight Ex- beat by beat. beat b- <laughs> bar by bar, word
1: for word, bar, for
0: bar Word for word, verbatim. <laughs> right. And I'm saying that
1: because, like, bro, here's the thing. Like, black people, we love good choreography. You feel me? Capoeira. We're getting into hip-hop. Hip-hop was birthed from Capoeira, the Afro-Brazilian style of, like, fighting and dancing, right? So when we watch Naruto and Dragon Ball Z, it's not just that the thing about what made those two stand out. Because they have, as opposed to a lot of other animes, even today, they set the standard for fight choreography. When you watch the Naruto yes. or D B Z fight, bro, that's why people still revere it, even though those aren't
0: the big enemies. I actually go ahead. Sorry to interrupt you, but like I actually did an episode on like the best like action cartoon slash anime right. and Naruto ended winning. And like the two finalists were actually Dragon Ball and Naruto. So it's funny that you mentioned that. But like yeah. Right. But resonates with black people a lot because like before anime was really a thing we had like kung fu movies like the Wu-Tang Clan and like how they grew up on kung fu movies like uh but it's something in black people we innately like seeing well choreographed fights right whether it be in acting movies kung fu movies whatever uh anime like we like seeing people throw them bows right it's Fight. right and that's why i was saying like
1: it goes back to like bro even with our dances in africa with our tribal stuff we was doing dances we've always been dancing we put dances in our fight moves like you know with break dancing. like and if you looked at anime that's why we love avatar too you feel me like even though it isn't the anime but it's like you know american yeah. anime but like
0: still yeah because it has dope dope fight choreography that actually made it high up on the list as well right i forget where it placed but i think it was in like the best Eight or best one. Mm-hmm.
1: And and what I'm saying with that is like that shit was cool to us, especially young boys. Shonen is for young boys, as we know, and shoujo is for young women, but young boys, they was teaching stuff about friendship, valor, and you know, perseverance. That's what the animes watch, and people boys who grew up there, especially black boys, they love that because imagine you in the hood or you just and you just living in the condition of the black experience, even as a child, and you see these people persevering, and especially that episode where I remember when *Tsunami* when they aired um, *Naruto*, and I hate to keep talking. It's my second favorite anime, but like, I just used to see. I remember when Naruto fought Neji, you know, rest in peace. But the first time he fought him, they aired the four episodes back to back of him in the uh, *Tuning Exam*. I watched that whole thing, and I saw him uppercut him and say, "Don't you ever call me a failure," you know.
0: By the way, like, this is a this is a mistake that uh or a misconception rather that i feel like a lot of people have about shonen anime that it's just fight 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 right. fight like yeah they're fighting but a lot of times it's a a deep philosophical battle going on talk about like, it like like with neji that that particular fight you just mentioned neji was fatalistic and thought life is set before you're even born like yeah. this there's nothing you can do uh and he had that that type of mindset, which unfortunately a lot of people in the world, especially a lot of African Americans, being that we've been being down so for so long and oppressed for so long, a lot of them had that fatalistic mindset that no matter what you do, nothing will change. Mm-hmm. And like Naruto's viewpoint was, yeah, shit's hard, shit's tough, it's it's not easy, but if I keep working, if I keep improving myself, if I keep showing that I'm worthy. Eventually, I'm going to reach a point that people are going to acknowledge me, and people are going to respect what they see, and they're going to see that I'm putting in this work. They're going to see how much I fight and I, I scrape and I work to achieve my goals, and I, I'm going to achieve my goals. Exactly. There's no if and or buts. Exactly. It just depends on how and when I achieve my goals. Exactly. And then eventually, and eventually, he won the fight. Not only. Physically, but he won the fate philosophically.
1: Mm-hmm. And now and was important. And that's why it resonates to answer your question. Like I was like Two, but with my cousins and the people I talked to in school, we would talk about this even as kids and how it resonated. Not just Naruto, but then One Piece, you feel me? When he beat Arlong and you know, Yusuke Urameshi, him beating Tagoro. Like all that stuff really meant something to us. So we can move on to the next question. But like the adults and the people who just thought it was cartoons, but the people who's really in it it meant something to us and what was going on in our lives. And even as we grew older, it always transcended. So we can go on the next one.
0: Well, actually that brings up uh, a question that I had later on, but like, uh, you were, you started to touch on it. Why do you think black people in particular have a strong affinity for anime? Exactly.
1: And we already on it, bro. Like this is, this is crazy. I hate, I know people go mad. I mean, people was mad at it, but, um, bro, here's why a lot of people love Dragon Ball Z, bro. but I'm going to tell you something. This, this is going to sound controversial. I'm going to give my canned opinion because I'm. maybe I'll speak for myself, maybe other people resonate. One of my favorite, mm-hmm. like, let's talk about, I don't think Black people, if we really, we know how much we make the culture up. But if we only really knew how much across the world that our culture is adored, do you feel me? From hip hop culture, even though that was a multicultural movement, you know, hip hop, from hip hop, the way we speak. African-American vernacular English. Like, you see that in every anime, to be honest with you. Like, even think of One Piece. Think of, like, you know, uh, Samurai Champloo. Think of, like, you know, even the video games Jet Set Radio. They get that stuff from our stees, And the animes reflect that, and not only that, they have some real deep combos about racism. The bad thing about the United States, Like, I'm not going to say the other world isn't, the world isn't anti-black or isn't anti-racism, but one thing that's great about anime is that it's not, it's not afraid to touch on very deep topics like racism, sexism, transphobia, everything of that sort, and put them at the forefront.
0: It's not. not. Like, FMA touched on genocide and how people will justify terrible acts for the quote-unquote greater good or for nationalistic reasons and stuff like Full that
1: metal alchemist it, bro Full Metal alchemist brotherhood man this show exactly that and i'll say your affinity let me get the example so that we can get past yeah. that infinity but dragon ball z right let's really put this in context bro and I, i'm not even trying to sound like i got the Koofy hat on right now but people really like this <laughs>
0: like this but like you, I mean nothing wrong with rocking the Koopi. It's just whether you're obnoxious with right, it. Right, right, right. Feel it. But I'm <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with being a hotel. It's just don't be
1: obnoxious. Right, right. And so I feel like that Dragon Ball Z, right? You have a race of proud warriors, you know, who the most revered in the universe is fighting. They all had the potential to become gods, you know. They can solo any planets by themselves. They love the fight, they love the fellowship. Um, you know, it's it's great stuff, you know. And then you have a racist person, a racist emperor, who, imp- who like, takes over them and commits genocide in their entire race, save, a, like, a, a few, a handful. You feel me? The handful escapes. And you got the prince of the, of the destroyed and, like, you know, the race that got, you know, wiped out. And he has so much pride for his race. He said, this race, my race is powerful. My race is doing that and everything of the sort. Then you have them rebuild their race and fight this tyrant and beat him. This tyrant is calling the monkeys. He's saying they don't deserve rights. He's enslaving the ones that are alive. And then you have this one on the planet and he still he doesn't know he's a saying, but he's a saying still. And that pride sticks to him wherever he goes and their entire race, even if it's with the cell of the them was in another enemy, like, quote unquote, cell like, you know, off of Dragon Ball Z. You can definitely see the Saiyan pride, how much they persevere, and even their Super Saiyan transformation, they feel so much. The, the 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 I remember the definition of the Super Saiyan definition on Boudicca, Dragon Ball Z Boudicca, was they feel the perfect calmness and the perfect anger at the same time. And I know a lot of Black people that, with everything they went through, through all the the, 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 the genocide of our race, through the, like the triangular trade, slavery, Jim. Gen- oh, right. Right. Jim Crow, everything, bro. We felt that anger and calmness and the warrior proudness all in the same. And it's through those type of themes in anime, not just Dragon Ball Z, that we really love and resonate even if we can't even articulate it. You feel
0: me? Mm. Like the how anime, like the t- types of ideals that anime likes to push, like the loyalty, uh, friendship, mm-hmm. um, Per. Pursuing your goals, perseverance, these kinds of things really resonate with a person of our, of our race because like these are the things that are necessary to just to survive. Mm Um, when you're in a world that's not only not built for you, but actively built to keep you down Mm -hmm. and to keep you, to make you feel like you're worthless and these kinds of things. So like to see a character like a, a Naruto or a Goku or a, Asta or any of these other typically shown in uh, main characters who tend to be underdogs and are looked down upon and not taken seriously, and to see them mm-hmm. work towards their goals and not let anyone else discourage them from what it is that makes them them—that is something that really resonates with the peoples like ours who have been oppressed for
1: so long. Amen, bro. Both of these, both of these, prepared. and I like your perspective, and I really love that. That's good, man. You got let's keep flowing. You got any more. Let's keep this going. Good.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, so the next question, um, do you think anime is accepted by the black community in general?
1: I'll say yes. But um, there's a one thing that we do. The term is like we police ourselves, you know, um, like, yeah. like we don't for, we forget that we set the culture.
0: But some of us, and I'm going people told. tend to be extremely insular. Like, I, I, I believe I was talking about this in the last recording, which isn't out yet. But um, mm-hmm. I, I said that I feel like a lot of that is we hold on so tightly onto what we consider black is because we've had these things ripped away from us yeah. or stolen or profited off of and not given credit for so long that any of the few things that we all can generally agree upon is black. We're like, Oh, these are the black things and nothing else. Like exactly. We had that, that mindset, like anything outside of these very narrow, uh, concepts, that's not black because like we had to hold on to our, our cultural identity so tightly. I feel like that is cause has caused an intolerance of like letting in new ideas or letting in, uh, letting people be slightly more uh, what's the word uh, different or mm-hmm. we, Express we have to Express hold, hold ourselves so tightly into one thing like oh the group has to stay like it's like a herd mentality almost oh the group has to stay together so no one can get in on us like no one can do this or do that to us which I understand because like it's we've been pushed down and kicked and all these things are so long generational trauma is a serious thing seriously but bro. like but also on the con- converse side not allowing yourself to grow doesn't help anyone exactly um, exactly but continue sorry i, I cut you no, off no no you definitely
1: got him a good thing because like bro there's like blackness is not a monolith you feel me blackness is not mm. one thing we see it every day throughout diverse hairstyles throughout the skin tone black is beautiful in every shade and every expression that we do it's not
0: me- it's not even one country. We're all over the place. The like,
1: diaspora. Hell yeah. And the crazy
0: thing. We're in America, America, I'm personally, my family's from South America. Oh, wow. So I'm South American. Uh, there's We're in Africa. We're, we're in Austronesia. We're in Australia. We're all over the place. Right, bro. Um, and the thing about that is, like,
1: the only thing I really say about that is that because, like, you touched on it before, but just to be, a, like we've been policed by you know anti you know anti black people like you know anti black groups uh you know white supremacy in america that expressing that difference we've internalized that hate of like we can't express ourselves as you said and the thing about it that goes into shonen shonen and shojo is for young boys and young girls sounding sinning is you know for like you know uh grown like adult man- manga but more so shonen and shoujo are the biggest in the world and they're catered to young boys and young girls. You have these parents who grew up and they weren't allowed to express themselves so they police the black masculinity and black femininity of you know, their kids that are doing something different. I know a lot of young girls and young, uh, especially more than young boys, but young girls that couldn't really express, like even we're seeing it now because people weren't used to that growing up, they weren't allowed to express being a nerd. That wasn't ladylike, you feel me? And and even now with dudes like you was a nerd if you was liking Naruto and all this other stuff, you weren't tough enough. You feel me? And we policed ourselves in this black masculine black femininity as much growing up that they don't even let these kids be kids. And the cool thing about the anime generation, the millennials and going up is that. As of recent in the past like three to five years, especially even with more artists coming out, we've been just saying, Fuck it, this is how we grew up. We all watched Tsunami. So, like, that used to be a thing and it doesn't accept it. But now, bro, we got parents, the kids who grew up on Tsunami, they're starting their kids on this now. So, a change is coming, bro. It's about that perseverance we see in anime. Like, all you have to do is persevere and be yourself. And now we're seeing the newer kids, like, born in the 2010s and 2000s Mm. generation. Now we get to raise them and they don't have to be policed.
0: Very good point. Like, like trying to almost break the cycle where a lot of, I feel like our generation and like the younger generations, Gen Z, I believe I'm not sure what the new generation that's supposed to be starting around now is going to be called, but like we're, where are the mindset? Like, yes, we we accept that there are certain things that are part of our culture and that's cool but we allow, we're more accepting of other, other people and other ways of thinking, and, like, it's, it's there's not just one uh, boilerplate way of being black. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of different ways, there's a lot of different ways, in this like, especially, like, parenting, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, in my experience, and what from what I've observed, a lot of black parents, especially, they have a, a lot of undealt with traumas and whether it be from life from the way they were raised from uh society treating them from them having to work so hard like they were they were more focused so much on survival that they didn't really gain an emotional uh intelligence an, an Eq like a lot of them are mentally intelligent but they're not emotionally intelligent they don't know how to process their feelings they don't know how to do this maybe they have an undiagnosed uh, depression, undiagnosed bipolar, and whatever they have something going on that they never had time to just sit down and address and seek out. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of a lot of black culture is makes it seem that you always have to be strong, you always have to be this, right. you can never guard down. You let your guard down, you're weak, you're soft, you're this, blah, blah blah blah, this that and the third. And like they they internalized all of that kind of stuff, Unfortunately. and then they try. Tried- generation and our generation especially in the younger kids are like nah that's not the only way you can do things like that was a you grew up but we're gonna try to at least we might not succeed it's a it's a continual process but we're gonna be more open-minded and try to seek out help and know that it's okay to sometimes be weak we're human we're not perfect we you can't be strong 100% of Mm -hmm. the time um and, like, pushing these kinds of narratives on these children isn't good for their mental health and their well-being growing up. Mm-hmm. You, not, you don't need... Excuse me. I won't say you don't need. You you don't... What's the word? How do I phrase this? Yes, being provided for, being clothed, being fed, these things are important. But providing for the mental education and the emotional education of your children is just as important. It is, bro. And uh, I feel believe that a lot of people of our generation and going down along the line are, hopefully we'll be able to ch- sort of break that cycle of generational trauma and like well it's not to be like top extremely topical but like the black lives matters protest mm-hmm. that was spearheaded from people are a little bit maybe a little bit older a little bit younger than us that's being spearheaded by them and they're saying we're enough of this BS we're, we're done being treated like we're lesser either you're going to treat us right or we're going to make you feel that pain we're going to do what it needs to be done to, to save change this kind of stuff and we're doing that on all kinds of front in terms of acceptance of other peoples and how they, they live their lives and all, all kinds of stuff amen, amen amen but yeah in terms of like the especially anime uh Going back to the subject and being more specific, a lot of our parents are like, "Oh, these kids are watching these weird cartoons. I, I don't know why they why do they like it so much." Because like you didn't grow up with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Amazing, you're uh, damn right. Go ahead, keep
1: going. So, what's next? What we got next, man?
0: So moving on to the the next question: uh, Do you believe that Black people have had an important role in this? And excuse me, in establishing anime as a mainstream entertainment medium in the West, I believe you were already talking about this a little bit, but expand but on. Yeah, that.
1: I remember. Like this, this is over underrated. How much? And I say that term unironically, over under, over underrated, because it's underrated how we much we contributed, but like, cause, but like the thing. It's star in Japan, you feel me? And we're not just, even though I, I love I love my black people, I love my, our sphere of influence, our sphere heading the culture. But we talked about that policeness in ourselves. If we weren't police. We probably could have spread it more. We've already spread it. Um, we've done a lot. It's gone inside, or like I told you, it's inside the themes of anime, um, you know, with hip hop and the music and everything of the sort. So definitely, indirectly or directly, we have contributed. Um, But let's all, but with the world, right, let's talk like, I think people really underestimate like, you know, Afro, you know, Afro-Brazilian, you know, contributions, you know, or even just like other races like South America or just like, in so many countries around the world, I I didn't know how much they were streaming anime and black people have done the big contribution. Um, I feel like now with our rap artists, like really exemplifying it, like I keep saying her name, but Megan Thee Stallion, like. She's really unapologetic about it. She's authentic. And there's going to be, and there's been other rappers before that have done it, but not on her level of mega mega stardom. I have
0: to say it. Uzi Vert. Uzi Vert. There's many. There's many of them. There's
1: many of them. There's many of them. But Megan, like Uzi, we can go down the list. But those artists being on the national scale when putting them in their music and being unapologetic, this whole new wave in the past three years or five years of that more than ever has been astounding so yeah i believe that we do um not as much as we think because we have to we think there's a whole world of people watching this especially kids of everything but like you feel me but like we have definitely put a big chunk into it
0: oh that actually leads into the next question as well um how do you feel seeing anime referenced in music or by black celebrities uh, of a certain generation like maybe a little bit older or a little bit younger than us. Like, how do you feel seeing uh, anime put on the big scene by, like, these black celebrities? It's
1: amazing. And then not just black celebrities. I remember one of these cool things. You know the you know Houston, right? In Houston, Texas. Like, bro, the mayor yeah. of Houston, Texas, for the anime con about a year or two ago, dressed up as a member of the Yakutsky. I don't think people know how big that was. I'm like, yo, you a mayor of a whole city of texas you know freaking america when we think of america you think of texas of houston one of the most poppington cities in the entire like not just popping popping ton you feel me one of the most poppington cities. I, I haven't heard that one before. right <laughs> popping <laughs> ton okay not just popping popping ton okay so there's one of the most popping ton city in the united states of america and the mayor of the city black as hell dressed up as a member of the akuski that is too goddamn ill you feel me and it's like, you mm. see things on TV, it's like, yo, they referenced that, and then, like, it's so beautiful. You see Dragon Ball Z reference, you see, like, you used to watch Code Name Kids Next Door, and these, anim- and these cartoons of American, and they were doing Dragon Ball Z characters, you know? They were doing, like, they mm. were doing, like, uh, Billy and Mandy, like, with the Chicken Ball Z, and freaking uh, Code Name Kids Next Door. They had the Dragon Ball Z joint. And then they was doing Naruto on Gumball, like, this stuff is really influential and amazing and seeing these black celebrities do it and do it authentically is good. It's crazy that people cringe when they see Michael B. Jordan saying Naruto or you know that and you see black parents trying to pronounce it. What does Naruto like Pokemans? It makes me laugh but like you get on TV and you see this stuff and it's just like hey, this is our cult. This is what we do. This is that nerd culture, black culture. So seeing black nerds do it, when we talked about all the things we talked about, about pre- previously being, uh, you know, policed, that means a hell of a lot. It's actually really goddamn dope. If I wish, I would have went through the years, I could remember all the cool anime references in public and on commercials that I saw, and I'm just like, yo, this is ill as shit. So when that Dragon Ball Z Broly movie popped up, it was the most successful anime movie in history. That was that made me very happy.
0: So you're you're happy to see uh, anime not only uh, be referenced, but given a bigger platform because it's uh, these celebrities are get talking about their their passions and what they enjoy, and they're telling these telling it to a wider audience who might not have even known about anime or maybe they didn't. They didn't rate it. They didn't check it out. So they're like, oh, uh, maybe some of the younger kids, like, oh, Michael B. Jordan thinks uh, Naruto's cool. Maybe I should check out Naruto. Th- that kind of stuff. How uh, it normalizes uh, liking anime to some of these younger generations, especially. Damn right, bro. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Moving on to the next question then. Uh, what are your thoughts? On the portrayal of black characters in anime, or the questionable, if not offensive, character, excuse me, caricatures mm-hmm. that sometimes uh, appear in anime. Now,
1: to be honest with you, bro, like I'm not gonna give nobody no passes and shit like that. But like, the one thing I do like about some Japanese mangaka, they're very woke, and some of them, some of them, like, and i and there's like, I remember one of my friends. He said it. There's a lot of things that Kira Toriyama gets good, and a lot of things he does not get right. Um, one of the things he does not get right is freaking Mr. Popo. I don't know how our kids uh, parents let us get past that. That's literally goddamn Sambo. You feel me? Black as dark but <laughs> dark as the night sky and big old red lips like the archetype, the racial archetype.
0: And and not only does he have black characteristics, he also has Arabic characteristics as well. He has a turban. He has a, the open vest, the white baggy pants, the pointy shoes. Right.
1: And I remember, and I know it isn't the anime, but it's like animes, but like Samurai Jack, and they had, they was representing Africa in the first episode when he was training. And they were like, really like, there's nothing wrong with black or being darkness, but they would make them like, I'm talking like, bro, I'm talking, I ain't not want to do a comparison. That might be defensive. It's like, like what did, what did Charles Gambino say, bro? He was like. Two, two Charlie Murphys <laughs> well, Wesley Snipes in the Akon, one Bernie Mac in the Akon you feel me? Like black as hell but it's not I'm wrong with that but as you get into the future and I think manga artists are also learning, their black artists look amazing, like for example, My Hero Academia with Rock Lock and also um, Fire Force, everybody's been
0: with uh, Ogun. Yeah. Ogun I'm not sure how how you pronounce that, sorry, forget my ignorance but He's, he has a Nigerian name. I believe he's named after a Nigerian fire And dog. it's
1: amazing, uh. right, like that that these artists are really doing that. And it makes me very happy. So I think the representation has gotten better. And even one of my favorites, all of them like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and like Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood and like, you know, Cole Geass, they get their lips right. They don't always have to look Eurocentric. And they're they could be very Afrocentric. And they're very diverse is how blackness is. I actually like animes that put us in diverse styles. Like, for example, like, you know, um, the girl, I think, I forget where her name is, My Star of V, uh, but she was in Code Geass, and she was like this really, she's a black British woman, and she looked good. She looked good as hell, one of my favorites. And even in uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in Part 7, you had this guy named Loco, you know, who was like, you know, descendant of slaves. And I'm seeing all these representations, and I'm like, all right, I really like it now. So there are parts for them where it's not really racist. And I think I like it because, like, you don't see any lowball racist um, jokes like, oh, he's dark skinned. ha ah, ah, ha ah, ah. Oh, you know, you black or why don't you go eat some chicken? I don't see that in anime, bro. In American, any type of American media, you're going to get the black jokes. This very microaggressive. I don't see that a lot in anime. They whoop your ass for that. So that's my opinion. Killer B, they didn't like Killer B, but I like seeing Killer B rapping and using eight swords and tearing people yeah, up. That,
0: that actually got mentioned on both of the last recordings. Killer B, about how he's one of the few major dark-skinned uh, characters in Naruto, and he rap, he raps all the damn time. I love Killer B personally, but like, damn. They, they'd have a valid point about how, why, why one of the major black characters has to rap? Right. Like ain't nothing wrong with rapping, but like it, the stereotypes and you know. What I, I mean? get that. I get that. And the, but at the same time, I get
1: that. I get that. Oh sorry. I get that. But I like that he did it because, like, bro, like it's been put. They, they use hip hop for every goddamn thing, Samurai Champloo and everything. So I get the characters that it might send the stereotypes. But like, bro, like how come a black character isn't doing it? And then you have so many goddamn characters on TV who are not black. Or you know wasn't part of like you know going you know rapping and all of a sudden everybody's like oh it's quirky oh it's digestible like no I can have a black character rap the thing about it you'll whip your ass something
0: just, something just brought, brought uh, you brought, just brought something to remind me uh, I love American Dragon Jake Long uh, Dante Busco is a great uh, voice actor also the voice of Zuko right. but. That show aged extremely poorly because <laughs> they have Jake do this almost stereotypical, like jive, like he sounds like a black exploitation character, affectation of uh, rap and hip hop language yeah. and slang. Like, it did not age well. Like, he's always saying, yo, yo, what's up? And shit like that. And so what? So so when Killer B do it, it's a problem, bro. But you did have Jake
1: Long rapping, and then you had this white British dude. I remember this white British dragon done embarrassed them in the rap. And everybody was like, you got these, no offense, you got kids of other races watching this shit on American Dragon. Oh, this is hard. Oh, this is hip-hop. Oh, this is digestible blackness, right? But when Killer B do it, it's a problem, bro. And the thing about it, it's not like that's all of his personality because the Raikage gang was wrecking shit, and he didn't have to rap. You had the other black characters; they didn't have to rap, and they had lollipop,
0: like oh boy, uh Sorry, yeah, I, I um, love them niggas, bro. And uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that the one that became the 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 sixth Raikage. What's I his name? I forgot
1: him, bro. I forgot, I
0: forgot him, him bro. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, uh, the one, the one with the dope sword, the lightning user. I know. Darwin, yeah, was it, it might have been him. Might have been him. I think I, that was Darwin. Yeah. Like they the light. I wish they spent more time in the the lightning, the village hidden in the cloud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm ba- I'm
1: glad they showed them and got them right because they didn't have to be stereotypical. They were just vibing, you know. And they was good ass fighters. But like,
0: oh, and also for any idiots that might be like, oh, they're not black. They have like they have like colored hair. Were. Uh. Yeah. There, there are peoples who are dark skinned, uh, in Austronesia that are dark skinned and have blonde hair naturally. Right, right, right. It's not. It's very rare, but it's something that can happen. Right, bro. So shut up. Right. I'm talking about the. (laughs) I think when people try to like, uh, say, oh, they're just tan or oh, they're they're this, whatever they can do to erase blackness in characters. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not a black person. That's just a dark elf. Mm -hmm. Exactly,
1: bro. So you you really got it. And I know some people may have some qualms with that, but I don't get, bro. It's like the thing about it, bro. Killer beat it, rap because he'll beat your ass, bro. He almost put Sasuke in the body box in, in the casket, my nigga. Like everybody saw that. Oh,
0: there's a, there's this one uh, TikToker. I'm forgetting his name right now, but like he did a he does like a lot of Naruto excuse me Naruto uh, jokes and stuff like that. And like he did a skit where he had like. So Sasuke showed up and like a Kosuke cloak, He's like, "Yeah, you ready to fight?" He's like, "Yeah, you ready to battle?" And then like he's like, "Yo, DJ, whatever, DJ Octo, drop the beat." And Sasuke's like, "Wait, where are we about to fight?" Yeah, he's like, "Yeah, I'm about to cook your ass." It was, he did like battle, uh, uh, battle rap URL type of thing. That's hilarious, bro. That, that's, I mean, it. Really, I was like, "God damn, mm-hmm. that is that is perfect use of your cultural reference." Exactly. So not only. Make an anime joke, but also make a black joke. Right, bro. And it's
1: funny because like, I'm just I'm just saying keep going back to him because I like our representation and I love the love that Fire Force has been getting. And I might have to start it. I'm actually going to have to start it because I didn't know they looked that good. You feel me? And I'm looking at they black-ass features. I know these, these I saw these shorties on the time on Luston. They was like, oh, what's this going I love him. And blah, blah, blah. But no, aesthetically, I like the way they did them. And you talked about how his Nigerian got a fire. I just love that. I'm actually going to to tune in. And that gets...
0: By the way, apparently, uh, the well, you probably know, but the author is the same one as uh, who did, uh, Soul Eater, and he had another black character, uh, who was portrayed very well. So, like, I forget that author, my mangaka's name right now, but he has a history of uh, representing black characters extremely well and doing like the the groundwork. Yeah, it's really beautiful.
1: So that's all it takes. I know this is the longest answer, but we've seen it done good. We've seen it done right. So.
0: Oh, uh, right, so you have hope for like it trending in the right direction of being more positive and normalizing uh, black characters. You know? Exactly,
1: and exactly, and it's already here as we see now. So I'm just I'm really happy for that.
0: Yeah. All right. So moving on to the next question, then, uh, what has been your experience with racism within the anime community? Do you think racism is a serious Issue among anime fans. Um,
1: uh, not me, but I'll say, uh, sexism. Sexism is a, like racism. Oh. Racism and sexism did the fusion dance, and the only really hate if you're a black per, if you're a dude, you a black dude, you do some cosplay. Uh, okay, I've seen some black dudes been harassed, but not nearly
0: as much as black women, and it's thickening. Yeah, that is a point about uh, uh, sexism and like homos- homophobia and like all these things. The xenophobic or all these prejudices tend to be mushed all together. Right. Um a lot of a lot of them uh so you're you're saying among like even the black anime community, there's been a lot of sexism and misogyny and that kind right, of miso- stuff. Misogyn
1: war, which is uh, you know, it's a term coined which means misogyny, but reserved for black women. So misogyn war. And the yeah, thing about it is that you know, like, black dudes that have gotten, they be calling them nigger toe and all this other shit. They be calling it for the dudes. But the women have gotten it worse because the moment they just yeah. get a tad sexual, now they thawing it up. Now they ruin niggas' favorite animes. I'm like, bro, like, girls can't put their own spin on it. Like, one of my favorites was the girl, Chanel, Chanel, uh Loves, I believe. You know, she's a uh, mm-hmm. cosplayer.
0: She did you... Oh, Sharan. Uh, yeah. It's, it's like C-H-A-R... A N N E loves yes yes. Uh, Twitter. Like I, I saw her. I early. love her. I love her. Uh-huh. And
1: I'm not even trying to butcher her um her Twitter ad, so my apologies if I did, but like she did a Yu-Gi-Oh one where she used her natural hair, you know? And that was a God. And it was so spectacular. And I love to see shit like that. I love when women do Naruto. I can give a, a list of all my favorite Naruto cosplayers. Tei you feel me? Like, you know, um, okay. Chibi Thought. Chibi Thought. I love Chibi Thought to the death. You know, uh, spoken for this, like, a little a messenger. We and her were going back and forth. I was about to get her for an interview. But she's spectacular. Like, you have these black women in anime. Uh, Cutie Pie Sensei, they're doing really good. But the moment they're, like, they get, if they... They can't hide their skin. They can't take that off. And there's nothing wrong with them cosplaying these characters, but then you have these characters like, oh, such and such, not black. And then it's like racist anime accounts hiding behind Abby's, and I'm just like, they be saying, oh, he's not black.
0: And they, the, the worst part of that is, like, they be saying nothing to these white girls that be dressing up as all these characters. Yeah! But... Let, let, but them characters are Japanese. They're Japanese. I remember. No, I'll never say. Oh, they don't. They don't go around saying to white these white girls. Oh, is that an OC version or? Oh, are you the white Sakura? Are you the the white whatever? Yeah. Like they don't say that type. And
1: of because it. they they automatically equate lighter skin of the Japanese uh, characters with whiteness. You feel me? So a young girl. I'll never forget. This is one of the biggest trending days on Twitter last year, or even this year? I forgot
0: Oh Nezuko yes. the, the poor girl was Yes, and she did it very good and it was the whole thing was, and we exposed a lot of I heard her at, I'm 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 sorry but like she did an amazing job. And then like she went on private because people were just bullying her exactly. just being disgusting, racist, rude, sexist, all these things. It was like I'll never forget cuz they said, "Oh,
1: Nezuko is white, you can't do this." I'm like Literally, my nigga, they're in, like, 13, 14th century fucking Japan. What is up with y'all? Like, yes, yes,
0: because the name Nezuko is a really good Anglo-Saxon name. That good old traditional name, Tanjiro. Right, my nigga. The, the hell are you talking right, about? Right, bro. And I like
1: people. So I'll say black women get it the worst. And dudes, it'd be like, oh, he's a dude. He's just dressing up as, like, thing. But I think we need to normalize black women, like, really. I know people using
0: that word, but I not only, like, cosplaying, like, just existing and being a, a fan. fan, fan a lot of these dumbasses try to uh, say, oh, they say, oh, I'm an anime fan. Oh, what do you watch? Like, bruh, who made you the anime king and say, who can say what is and isn't an actual anime fan? If she says she likes it, she likes it. Like, bruh, they always want to be testing them, like, oh, do you, have you heard of this? Have you heard of this? Random obscure title shut up just let people enjoy what they enjoy bro i say they get it the worst
1: because they get both racist shit and sexist shit war, the same i definitely to.
0: agree so you. that's
1: the only reason why I definitely agree like i'm you. not gonna say dudes black dudes don't get it but every time i see a shorty cosplay on the timeline bro here comes some goddamn it, shit. All, it, always,
0: it always goes sideways and it really doesn't need to be like that it's it's really unfortunate right. like i I've been hearing a lot. I have a lot of female um, mutuals on Twitter that are cosplayers and stuff like that. And like, I've been hearing a lot and seeing in the circles like a lot of women are afraid to post their cosplays or to enjoy themselves because like they don't want to deal with that negative energy. As soon as they put it out, they know someone's going to have something slick to say about exactly. it. And it's not only it's not only the other races. Sometimes this is the worst part. Like up. Black- oh, yep. Um. Before. I almost said a slur, but like I realized, those particular individuals of the black race, especially male, that like to talk BS to these women, like oh, like you know what I mean, like the type of person that like they they crave that white attention, especially they want to get that pat on the head. They they talk all kinds of crazy stuff. They confirm whatever these racists are saying to these women, uh, and double down on it even worse. I hate those. I'll, really I'll say, do. if
1: you don't, they be cooling it up, bro. Raccooning it up, boy. Like That's what they be doing. And I'm only saying, Dang. because it's tap dancing. Tap dancing for Massa. You feel me? And it's like, bro, Like I'll never forget, bro, when this woman, she killed it. She was Goku with heels. I thought that was the coolest thing ever. Bro, niggas was hot. Bro, for like 12. 12- Can you imagine getting your shit rocked
0: by someone in heels? Bro. Damn, why did that trigger
1: niggas <laughs> so much? And I'm like, bro, like you making this look bad as a race, bro, because you can't have. You say, bro, you ruining my favor. I like, bro, some woman who's in some high quality cosplay just because that Goku with heels, she's doing it for her other black woman who like am. Like, bro, like chill out. When making the stallion was getting on, bro, they was like, she don't really like anime. You think this is a gimmick? I said, what is with y'all,
0: yo? <laughs> like, so anyway, we can. I mean, like. Not not to cap, but, like, anime ain't that popping, like, people just hopping on trends. Right, bro. Like, it's, anime, it's cool, anime, it's trending, but it ain't that popping where, like, if you just say you like anime, you immediately get a street cred. Like, it ain't there yeah, yet. Yeah, bro. You like, Like, if you could, some people, it, it might be a detraction for a lot of people still. So, if you going out in the valley, you being proud, you doing photo shoots with the Todoroki, the Todoroki here and shit, you really about that way, Right. Like right, bro. like why well, I don't? Why do I don't know why they feel the need to have these people, especially women, prove themselves to them? Right, nigga, you are not nobody. Right, why should she, in her successfulness, have to prove she's an anime fan to you with your two followers? And your 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 count, like all kinds of messed exactly, up. Exactly,
1: bro. Like, you 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 done quizzing You gatekeeping something that ain't even yours. You just a fan. You've been a fan like us uh, since tsunami. We bring in the full circle. Like she was watching it there probably before you. She probably know more than you. But then you are gonna ask her. Do you, uh, so do you like DBZ or what's your favorite DBZ character? Like, like, like come on, and just
0: to clarify. Just, just to clarify, there's nothing wrong with like asking. Like you see a cool cosplay and that kind of stuff. And you're like. Oh, what is that? I'm not familiar with that right. character. Or, oh, what kind of shows do you enjoy? That's fine. Right. It, it, kind of, it It's when you have this sense of entitlement to a person's uh being or a person's fandom or whatever. Like, oh, I'm a, she has to prove to me that she's this. No. No one has to prove anything to you. Right, bro. And that's...
1: That's not how this works. That's not how this work, bro. So we can move on because I could talk about this shit all day. I see this too, too much.
0: I could, too. I really yeah. could. That could... It really could be its own podcast, but like we gonna move on. Uh, so moving on to the next thing, how do you believe the black community can actively prevent the same kind of gatekeeping culture that makes liking anime toxic at times?
1: We have to, and that word "normalized" is thrown around, but we got to, bro. I'm just that's that's gonna be the word, one of the words of 2020, one of the magic vocabulary words, because on some real shit, bro, let people enjoy things, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. This goes back to... I'm going to relate this to hip-hop. to Do a little teaching moment. Bro, hip-hop is not a monolith. Blackness is not a monolith. Hairstyles, like, nothing in this world is a monolith. A lot of this shit is a blend of everything else that's come before it. You got to let people enjoy. Bro, I like Kendrick Lamar. I like J. Cole. I like King Los. I like Nas. I like Jay-Z and stuff like that. I'm not going to... I can give my opinion, but I'm not going to get pissed and try to police someone for, like, a little Uzi... Kodak, you know, Lil, Lil Peep, Lil Pump, all them niggas. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, this ain't real hip hop. Like, let people enjoy things. There's the meme. The meme keeps saying, let people enjoy things. You got to. Mm-hmm. So, other like, when you see other people getting on somebody, like, yo, like, argue for them. Like, bro, I'm not even one who jumps into arguments, but like, if you see it in public and someone's saying, oh, why do you like that shit? And blah, 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 blah. But like, yo, let them enjoy things, yo, because that's part of the problem. Like, you getting on somebody for enjoying themselves like even in public someone says oh i don't listen to that i don't fuck with that i'm like bro i'm gonna say that i likes with that
0: just because it, it's like it's not even 100 poly- perfect there's nothing that's 100 liked by anyone, right bro like this isn't a- it's always there's always going to be a difference of opinions just because you personally don't like it that doesn't mean it do- it doesn't have validity it doesn't have worse exactly bro
1: like this is this is this is anime my nigga like you just said it this is this is
0: some crap like like we are all nerds it's just a different kind what kind of nerd we are like that's the worst the worst part of it like bro you be acting all elitist and all this like you you are still a nerd. You're still a
1: nerd ass nigga, bro. Like they will
0: beat you up for the way you look. And they used to joan on you. They still joan on you. Like, you like Jojo doesn't mean people who like Naruto are less intelligent or less this or less that. Like you're a nerd. You're just a different kind of right. nerd. Right. We we come all shapes and flavors and t- types and all kinds of stuff. Right. It's a spectrum. It's a
1: spectrum, bro. So that's all this. So we just need to let people know that every time. Like, bro, no offense. There's people who watch certain animes I'll never watch. And my favorites aren't their favorites. But we be bonding. We like the same jokes. Bro, you know that tweet I went viral for with the Naruto and Sasuke and he got uh, his chin uppercutted. Remember that? Did you Yeah, I do. You feel <laughs> Like, bro, you not had the light anime to laugh at shit. And people who aren't even Naruto fans can laugh at that. You feel me? That's how it should be. You feel me? Like, e- <laughs> and people make anime jokes on it's like. I remember one time someone watched that new anime or uh, is new manga called Glenfear. I think I butchered the name, but like, oh,
0: I think like, it, like yeah, I
1: and it made me laugh that the caption for it when B stars niggas get tired of the jokes. And it had the little bear rocking the story. <laughs> that caption will always have me laughing because that's the perfect thing we talk about. <laughs> because people were making fun of people for B stars, and that meme was just saying, yo, like they're going to be like this nigga in this anime
0: Glimpia rocking your shit. So that's just an ex- See, like me personally, I, I'm not a fan of uh, B stars. I, when I tried it, I was like, man, this is like Zootopia, right, exactly. but on meth or like on acid. I was like, okay, cool. That's not for me. Right. I'm not gonna make fun of you for liking B stars, though. That, that's for, that's you. for you. Cool. That's that's for you. Not everything's gonna hit the same for every other person. Like I'm, I'm personally a fan of Dragon Ball, but I can understand why some people don't like Dragon Amen. Ball. Like that's my one, but it ain't gonna be everyone's number one. Like that's that's the reality that a lot of people don't like to accept. Mm. They think that they a lot of people a lot of people have what I call the main character syndrome, mm-hmm. or I believe they call it. I believe there's an actual name for it, in like uh, anime, like chewing Ching Yubufo, or like eighth grader syndrome. <coughs> syndrome, but basically uh, the concept is they think that they're the main character in the world, and that everything that they do is right, and everything that anyone else does is wrong because I'm the main character. Right. No, no, really aren't. There are seven billion people in this world. You could be important, but you ain't that important. Exactly. There's there's a, so many different worldviews, so many different perspectives. Everyone has something different. Right, right, right. You might things that you find important, and you have place value in. That's cool. Don't try to take the values away from others, exactly. unless it's like people or something like yeah. that. Like if you see someone being uh, homophobic or transphobic or whatever, call them out sure. on it. But like, if you just someone's just enjoying something different than you, let them live. Exactly, bro. You don't have to police everything right bro because your opinion isn't the only
1: opinion that matters right bro and i and uh, and then uh, man you just touched the rolling on it real good also on the time i just say something is weird bro i'd never bro i'm here for twitter for jokes to keep up on political information and to talk to my friends yo i'm not here to go back and forth <laughs> with niggas on debates on anime, bro. Like, it's never yeah, that Twitter
0: deep. Is, bro, I ain't gonna, gonna, gonna you. hold you. I have a little anger. I'm not gonna argue with you. Like, the only, the only time I will, I will engage in an argument with someone is if they say something to someone I find close, to like my friends. Right. Like, the other day, the other day, uh, you know how, this is, this is another topic, uh, but, like, the Washington team, the football team, they have a name that's a slur. Mm-hmm. And, like, I retweeted something about how uh, pe- I forget the exact tweet, but basically it was like, uh, the Washington Redskins are acting like uh, ha- Native Americans haven't been saying for decades that this is a slur, can you change it? It's offensive. And someone someone, uh, basically, he wrote up, he's like, nah, the Native Americans don't really mind, blah, blah, blah. blah. He's like, they didn't really say anything. Why do they think you can change it now? I'm like, they have literally, and I said, I replied to them, I'm like, um, they've been saying this for decades it's not it's, it's documented like it's not like it's something that just popped up because of Black Lives Matter he, he was framing it, framing it such that like oh people are taking away things because of uh, they're being PC and Black Lives Matter and blah 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 I was like no it's been happening for a while pretty much since the name was made people have been saying don't use that name anyway Right, bro. and like the guy was like and the guy was like uh, he said something dumb, and I was like, You know what? I'm not engaging with this. Like, you were, I said, You, I said, uh, and I told him to educate himself and search. He was like, Oh, he hit me with like a little white fist and it was like, White life, he did WLM, like white lives matter. And you know what? I was like, You know what? This person's an right, idiot. I'm
1: not even engaging right, with Right, this. right,
0: right, right, right. It's just like, like it's not worth it. Like, he doesn't want to learn. Like, I can understand, okay, sometimes people are undereducated, they're, they're not informed, they, they grew up in a situation where they didn't have access to the information. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they can say some shit that's offensive, but it's not malicious. Mm-hmm. And they and given the chance, to, they generally want to learn. He wasn't the type of person that wanted to learn. He just wanted to, oh, I'm this, this is this, things are done this way, and we, they had to continue to be this way. You know what? D- do you. I'm just not going to engage with you. Because it's a waste of my time. Yeah,
1: exactly, bro. So you got it, bro. You understand. But yeah, bro, we can go on the next one because that's another one I can go on all day.
0: Uh, um, so uh, how, So moving on to the last question then. Um, how do you feel about the prospect of black creators who are creating anime or anime-inspired works such as uh, Boondocks, Cannon Busters, Yasuke, uh, Akai, um, others mm-hmm. are you excited by how these Black-led shows might potentially influence the culture not only in the West but also in Japan
1: exactly bro and um, this is actually very funny and it's funny you tap this I don't think you know and this is this. I feel like this is like an anime plot in itself because I don't think you knew Like a fun, this is like the part of anime where he reveals a power that's actually perfect for the situation now I told you how I do journalism and everything and I write and all that other stuff right Multi-talented thing. Appreciate you, appreciate you, King. But one year, one year, I'm only saying this because the only thing I'll really brag about or really brag about it. I'm the first like journalist to really break how big Akai was, bro. Now, Anthony Johnson is from PG County, Maryland, Maryland when I'm from, you know? And that's one of the most affluent mm-hmm. counties, in the United States of America. But I wrote the entire expose and like his his life story, bro. Like a little bit of it. Like a big slap. I did a whole interview from the interview came out last year. I was in Canada last year for vacation. And I called him, I'm like, bro, I want an interview. I interviewed that man when I was in Canada. And I dropped the article round list, this time last year. And it was called The Mangaka That Will Pierce the Heavens. You feel me? And I was just, mm. and I talked. I was, gone. Nice, scary
0: yeah. uh,
1: <laughs> Real ones No. <know. laughs> But it was like I did a whole thing talking about how he's gonna come far, and I talked about everything we're talking about, about manga, manga, the history, tsunami, and I can send it to you if you would like. But
0: um, oh, definitely, definitely read it after uh, we're done recording. Like that sounds like something I'm totally interested in. But continue. And guess
1: what happened, bro? I'm gonna give a testimony. You see cannon busses. You see everything is represented. This is the perfect question to end off of, bro. The ties of change Mm -hmm. are coming, bro. I think black people represented in anime is like an anime plot in itself because it's so goddamn inspiring of what we've been through and then what we've been like we talk about in this convo and it come in full circle in an amazing way. And Anthony Johnson, he's not the first, but he's going to be one of the goddamn best to ever do it. And I say that because like, bro, I wrote that article one year ago and guess what's happened since that time?
0: Can I give us some- a... By the way... Oh, continue, but I was going to say, just to mention, Yasuke is about the first African American, well, an African American samurai, and it's going to be, I believe, produced by Lakeith Stanfield, uh, one of the actors from Let Let Go, and he's been in a lot of stuff, Yeah, but he's been in a lot of stuff, so like, continue, continue your point, I just wanted to mention that, because I I don't think I had mentioned it to any point, and it's an upcoming show, and I Believe it's gonna be really cool. I
1: appreciate you mentioning that the people who don't know. I remember knowing about that. That made me happy. Um, I really, I'm sorry to get on my boy, Anthony, but like this boy is about to be something crazy because on some anime shit, he is currently number one in the world for the national like Shonen Jump competition and everything for his get feature all across the world, bro. Imagine someone I wrote in a year ago, The Underdog, and you read his story, you're gonna be inspired. He was number two in the world for Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm, you feel me? And number one for My Hero Academia, you feel me? Uh, Heroes Rising. And now this man is with his company, you know, Anime Bay, and his amazing team of creators. Akai is now in his fifth chapter. This dude is number one in the running across the entire world. He's gonna get re- ready to meet the creators of Slam Dunk, you know, um, My Hero Academia, Dragon Ball Z. Um, you know, Blue Exorcist and One Piece. Imagine you getting to meet those mangakas. You feel me? Like, hopefully when the pandemic calms down, they're going to fly him out. But he is currently number one in the world. He's black. Black as hell. Like a year older than me. Barely born and raised. This is us. We are coming.
0: You feel me? So, Akai is uh, self-published, by the way. But, like, is he going to get, like, support? Or is it just, like, he gets to meet them and talk to them? See, so he he gets a, about it and stuff like I'll that. I'll send
1: you the post, but he's, he'll like he'll be like I, he's I, I currently I don't want to confirm, but I think he's currently still number one. And he was up by a significant amount, my dude, such a significant mm-hmm. amount. It was low key, disgusting. And he was number one. And the but, crazy thing about it is that if he wins, they're giving him a cash prize and are flying him out.
0: Bro, it's like... All uh, right. So I, wa- I, wa- I wanted to make sure, was it like... Uh, exposure. They were doing like a partnership. Oh, so it's something like an exposure. Like, yeah. like uh, he's a contest winner. And, and not
1: even that, he gets money, but he also gets to meet him, and I think he's about to like... Bro, they're going to give from the works, you feel me? Like, it's like, here's like it mm-hmm. is. It's like you win in a rap contest, you get a, like, mm-hmm. a cash prize, and then they put you on. That doesn't mean he's going to get the label deal, but let's just say that man's going to be everywhere. He's going to be on biz media. That exposure plus the money. It's something people pay mm-hmm. other people, especially
0: black people, and exposure. Like, definitely going to be like a, uh, I would equate it to a, a high class free agent. Right. A, a top prospect. He's a top prospect,
1: bro. He's going to be treated as like a lot of the Mangakas were. That's how a lot of Mangakas got their start. They do a contest yeah, um, and then they get on. A
0: competition.
1: Yeah. And then they get on and then they meet the gurus. And they get put on and they get placements, you feel me? Just like writers, you feel yeah. me? If you're a writer. So him and his team are going to the top. Bro, you got a freaking black man about to meet with the creator of My Hero Academia, the creator of Dragon Ball Z, the creator of One Piece, and the creator of Slam Dunk and Blue Exorcist. Like, what the fuck, man? So in this whole conversation leading up to this point and me doing that interview, which I'll send to you, like, the tides of anime... And uh, black people tied that are coming in the most magnificent way that can never be seen.
0: We love to see it. We love to see the culture not only as a whole, but on individual levels, progressing and meeting their goals and being uh, acknowledged for all the work
1: that they put in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Bro. See, we got it, bro.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? It's extremely amazing. Um, not to be presumptuous, but like I hopefully you I like to see that like you were you're doing well with your business and your other adventures. Uh, I hope to see other black creators like um what was the, the name the creator of that manga, manga dog nigga which is kinda it's kind of odd and it, it got kicked off of web team but like it's cool seeing these creators not only uh being inspired by these works but also pursuing their own goals. I hope to see a lot of other creators get that chance and get put on and work, work and have their work re- rewarded in that in such a way. Um, and not, not only in like uh, manga or maybe anime, but in other things like podcasts. Like I have a, I have a lot of friends that do podcasts. Um, maybe you're animators. I have a few friends that animate. It's I like to see uh, these black creators being a, given the chance to succeed. Like a lot of. Uh, people were succeeding off of vine and uh take now mm-hmm. you love to see it basically um i want a lot more people to get their chance and their opportunity and get their spotlight and uh i hope to see it continue on and on for a long time exactly my guy you got it bro
1: so you it's, you get it so it's a good time it's a good comment Ended on the positive note my bros unless there anything else you want me to add or you know, it's been a really good. Um,
0: not really. Do you have anything you want to shout out before you go or any um? like you're saying you uh, wrote the article? Mm-hmm. Is it right? Uh, do you do you want other people to check out like maybe your uh, blog you write or right. some of the articles we might have uh, written or places you might have had your writings placed? Um, Do you have anything of that nature you would like to say before we...
1: Yeah, plug in. So, follow Maurice Valentino on Instagram. You're going to see a plethora of posts. I do AMVs as well. If you click in the link tree, you should see my link to my YouTube or my uh, hip-hop interviews. But mostly, you know, my AMVs are located. I do hip-hop AMVs now. I want to be the change I want to see in that. (laughs) But, like... um, Look at my link tree, and I want you to go on speedonthebeat.com. You can even type speed on the speedonthebeat.com exactly as it sounds, speedonthebeat.com, and you can type in the mangaka that will pierce the heavens, and it should be about Afeni Johnson, and it should be about his whole entire story. And you can look on my um, you can look on my link tree, and I want you to go to speedonthebeat.com. I did a series called Tsunami Top Five. If anybody knows the you know comedian, actress, superstar. Her name is, um, her name is uh, Roxy Hayes. I did an interview with her for Tsunami Top 5. Um, if you know the TikTok star, Anime Sundays, uh, we went to Morehouse College together. He has one of the biggest followings on anime uh, Instagram and like over like two too goddamn much at this point. But he, I interviewed him for Tsunami Top 5 because we go way back. And then um, I interviewed three artists. One of them, uh, her name is Saturn Alexander. She's rapped alongside Rico nasty and just got national placements. Uh, she's pretty goddamn cool. Um, and then I did two other amazing artists. So go check out my links, uh, on Maurice Valentino at, uh, Instagram, check out that link tree. And yeah.
0: Oh, and don't forget to uh, drop a follow on him as you're checking these things out because, you know, he does a lot of dope work. He does a lot of, he's a cool person, nice person. And, uh, someone who's definitely worth supporting. I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, thank you again for joining me. Uh, definitely. Uh, if you would like to, you're always welcome to join. I'll definitely let you know when, uh, I do other topics and if you would like to join, um, you're always welcome. All right. Uh, good night. And, uh, thank you again for joining. Good
1: night. Nara. <laughs>